another day. Mirrors can't talk. Luckily for you, they can't laugh either. A lot of story there, a lot of lore uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing. I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, Episode 1, the podcast that always demands to see the manager. <laughs> Can't even say it without laughing. All right. Wow. Each episode, we're going to check in, have some laughs, and talk about the lore of Warcraft 1, or maybe two topics at a time. It was originally going to be one, but we... We had to talk about something else, so we're going to jump right in. Anyway, my name is Jin, the cataloger of chronological events, and I am joined by the delver of dungeons and recorder of raids. It's Allie. How's it going, Allie? Ooh, I like that. That was good. Uh, hey, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Super. I mean, we've been talking about this for a while now, so I'm really excited to, to, to do it finally. Me freaking too. Like, I am <laughs> so excited. Because I, you know, when I dove in thinking I was going to do a podcast and I could do a podcast, it's going to be great, right? You probably thought the same thing. You're like, oh, my God, I finally get a podcast. And then you <laughs> started podcasting about stuff that had already happened. <laughs> and you're like, I want to talk about that stuff, too. And then, like, all these new cool things happen. And granted, like, I've guessed on other shows, so like, I get a chance, but like, it would, it's, it would be nice to actually be a host on a show right. that can really dive into lore topics that are current. So I'm really freaking excited about this. Yeah, me too. Well, anyway, we're going to start off like probably every single podcast does and say, what do, how have you been? What have you, you been up to? Well, I mean, we're getting patch news and we know when we're getting the pre-patch, roughly. We know we're getting Shadowlands. So I'm starting to knock out those last things. Like originally I was like, I'm going to get my horde war campaign done and get two sides of every tail. <laughs> and then I realized how far behind on it on, I am on it because I still need to do two of the zones, let alone finish the war campaign. So I'm like, well, damn it. Like I, I might not get the this <laughs> Like I'm done with Zoldazar. So that's something I'll probably do Nazmer next, but um, yeah. So we'll see if I have enough free time before here and there, because I really wanted to get that done. And all of a sudden I'm struggling. So, well, you know, when someone says, yeah. hey, you want to do another podcast and throw more on your plate, that's uh, <laughs> doesn't help, does it? And there's been a bit of that happening lately. But um, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and then what else have I been doing? I've been doing a lot of islands because I still have. Because islands? Uh, a, I well, still don't get I'm one, I'm one of those weird people. I liked it. It just, it was fun, mindless, different type of content that was All really right. quick to do. So I liked it. Plus, Islands had a little bit of a pirate theme. I got to go hang out with Flynn. I'm all for that. Yeah, <laughs> and true. plus there's mounts and pets and transmogs. So I... All good things, right? Yeah. Like, like I still need eight of the mounts. And as of now, they haven't told us that they're going to let us solo queue. How many mounts can you actually get out of islands? What is the total? Nine count? total. Nine total. Okay, I need nine. Oh, so I still okay. need eight. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I've been trying to get all like the stuff from the doubloon vendor, like the pirate hat and all that, you know, jazz. So I'm almost done with that. So that's good. Well, I could probably buy um, one hat, maybe. I think I could 
Probably, I think I have, probably have enough doubloons for that. I'm guessing they're pretty. They're they're hundred doubloons. I probably have a hundred. You probably have, uh, and and they're awesome. Anything. They look really good. So I mean, I might be biased, but I think maybe, maybe, maybe just maybe, just me a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. A little bit, a little bit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Between uh, that and beta, I'm trying to do my solo five masks for visions. That's been a bit of a struggle. I've, I, my best attempt was Orgmar last week, and it was I got three and a half zones done mm. as holy. But I'm guessing you probably have struggled with Rexar because that's usually what most. People no, say. I actually died like right before. Like I was on that like that final hill up to Rexar. You got like one more big bug, dude. Yeah, that, and, that's um, happened to me before too. Yeah, like that's that's where I died. I was like, that was my last thing, and just mm. so. <laughs> And plus, it was the week with the fire, you know, shooting you around everywhere. So that was really annoying, especially in Orgamar with the. Oh, so yeah, annoying. So, we, yeah, when you, you go yeah. along the docks. Yeah, that's where it's yes. super annoying. And it knocks you off and you get stuck. And there's like spikes everywhere. I struggle in Orgamar. Everyone's like, oh, Orgamar is easy. I like Stormwind better. Orgamar is easy when you first start out. As soon as you start throwing some masks on, Orgamar is much worse. <laughs> yeah. And there might be some alliance bias, maybe because I'm alliance and I know the layout of Stormwind better. But no, I don't believe second it. Second no, that's not it. That's <laughs> not the problem. Mm-mm. No, 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 that's no, not, that's no, not no. it. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, just uh, you know, beta here and there when I can, you know, to help test out. And wow, you're such a good tester. I am trying. Trying, there's some good stuff to see and bugs. I to don't squish. even think I've logged in once to the beta. I'm so sorry, everyone who wants beta doesn't have it. Really. Blame Jen. If you don't get it, it's Jen's fault. <laughs> well, Manny said it's, I'm actually helping, so that's I'm gonna take his word for it. So you're helping, I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been up to, Jen? Uh, I've honestly been mostly up to work and reading a lot because, well. You probably heard last night uh, on Morley Gray, I was talking about how I am super far ahead of the notes because guess what? Lord of the Clans is a really good book. <laughs> I have not actually read that yet. It's on my list to, to read at some point. There's, so there's a part of me that got a little jealous because that's the other thing I've been a, a little kind of paying attention to is. I don't know if you've seen those things that came out on Amazon recently where it was the the folk to- tales, the folks and the, bu- 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 you know, you, you get the idea. It's like the fairy tales in Azeroth. <laughs> um, that looks, That's totally the title, by the way. That looks good. And then there's another one that everyone else is talking about. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. And I actually am super excited about this one. It's like the compendium of like Shadowlands. Yes, I'm so excited about that. Yeah, Ah. don't worry, everybody. As soon as the thing is coming out, we'll we'll talk about it. All right, we'll definitely talk about that. Okay. The other thing, though, that no, I haven't heard really anyone notice, but Christy Golden tweeted out about it. It's freaking Lord of the Clans and um, let's say that Rise of the Horde and like an illustration fashion where there's pictures very, qu- very quickly. I saw that tweet. I think it was Saturday morning, Sunday morning, which tweeted. I can't remember. Or at least that's when I saw it. I was sitting there on the couch, sipping my coffee. I'm like, okay, then I went to quickly to Amazon and pre-ordered it. Well, there you go. Now, you know, when you'll finally read Lord of the Clans, when there's pictures involved. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I would read it when there isn't pictures involved. It's just, but why not? If you Time. Can't. Pictures, not pictures. <laughs> pictures, pictures are bad. I mean, pictures. Plus, the art's so good. It just. Uh, it really so is. I can't complain. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> all right. Well, that's pretty much all I've been doing is just, you know, 
work and all that fun stuff. Blah, blah, well, blah. here's a question. Blah. How far along are you in Arthas? Um, the first interlude where it's like, okay, uh, I just got to the point where, and I can talk about spoilers here. So everyone, everyone probably already read this <laughs> except me. Um, if you haven't fix yourself. Just for a second. <laughs> It is very good. I will, I will. <laughs> right? I've been telling you this whole time. <laughs> so I oh. got to the part where, and I was very confused. I was like, I was like, what is what was happening here? And then I was like, oh, this is like a jump forward in the future, which is, it was when Jaina was talking to Egwin. And I'm like, when did she ever talk to Egwin? I don't remember this. Because <laughs> I hadn't read the book. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, that's right where I'm at is the, it's like, we just finished, I, I just finished the part where um, they're like, hey, dude, you're paladin now. Congrats. And then it was like, part one is done. Now it's going into part two. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's how far I am. You're getting there. You're getting yeah. There. It's, right, it's actually right there on the, on the shelf, right there. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's on display. Even. It's not even like tucked in there with the rest of the books. It's like on display. Yeah. So I can grab it easily when I'm, when I'm reading because, yeah, that's that's all. That's coming up real soon. We're going to be diving real deep into that one. It's going to be fun. I am actually really enjoying that book. So take it from Allie. It is a good book. So I probably should have <laughs> listened to her beforehand, but I had a lot of other books to read too. So yeah. Something about lore podcast you're doing, chronological something yeah. or other. Yeah, it's just a tiny little thing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you didn't catch that joke at the beginning of this little, uh, a little bit, you know, when I said we wanted to talk to the manager. We have something in celebration that day, and that is what we are drinking today. So, mm. Allie, what, what you got there? Well, we are we're both drinking this. That's we true. are drinking the um, pumpkin cream cold brew from Starbucks because it just came out. How long ago, Jen? When did I tweet that about last week weekend? Ago. Yeah, about a week yeah, ago. Yeah, like that. They're like, guess what? It's fall. And we're like, I look at the calendar. It's it is? August, and I'm like... <laughs> Sure, 90 buddy. degrees outside. I didn't know it was fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, go home, Starbucks. You're drunk. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of my more favorite drinks because it's not as sweet yeah. as our other ones. But the the cold foam part of it is delicious. And it does taste a little bit like fall. Yeah, a little bit. It's almost like you got yeah. your cardigan on. You're ready to go. You're just sipping away. Yeah. We thought it'd be an appropriate drink for our first episode. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what were you calling us? The, the white mocha of... Yeah, it's the Ice White Mocha oh, podcast. podcast. That's right. That's what we are. <laughs> Except this time we are the pumpkin cream cold brew podcast. Yeah, PSL, baby. PSL. Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> we're yes. going to get our Ugg boots and our our little, little puffy vest. Our big hat. <laughs> I can, I have this really weird mental image of you wearing that. I'm not sure I feel about it's a that. Does Shelly have one? Image because I, that I mean, part of that, just so you know, part of that outfit is also black leggings. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm going to show up the BlizzCon 2021 in that outfit. <laughs> That'll be my cosplay. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be something, all right. <laughs> all right. Now, real quick. Before we really get into it today, we're just going to go over what the heck is this podcast? We've been spoiling it. We're not spoiling it, but we've been like teasing it. You've been like torture teasing people on Twitter? A little bit. It's fun. Uh, I enjoy that, especially before we actually told them what the heck we were doing. 
Because at first they were like, what is that happening? I don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, it was actually, the I think the most fun I had was the, the guesses that some people were, were doing. Because uh, I would sometimes get direct messages from people. It's this, isn't it? I was like, nope. It's I didn't this, actually hear that we got, I didn't hear that you got guesses. Yeah, I got a couple guesses from, from people. Uh, it wasn't too many. But they were all wrong. It's fun. I, 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 was, I was a little surprised that no one said, hey, podcaster, you're going to do another podcast, aren't you? And I was like, that, I wouldn't have told I mean, that's, that's kind of the given one, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I would think. Yeah, well, it is another podcast with me and Allie because we both do a show where we're stuck talking about old stuff. And now we get to talk about new stuff. That's what we're happy about. So Yay. each, each mm, episode, now I, I, want, I like to point out and say episode <laughs> because it's not right now. We're both very, very busy people. So this will not be weekly. At least, at least start. We're going to ease into this. We're not going to like destroy our social lives just for another podcast, everybody. <laughs> so so yeah. we're going to be talking about, we're, we're basically going to be picking a topic and then we're going to discuss it. And you know yep. what? If you would like to also help us with that topic. Feel free to write in, and we'll tell you how later. Or Ali, you can tell them now because I forget. What is it? It's Twitter, right? You can. Well, I mean, there is Twitter. Yes. <laughs> at so live laugh lore was taken by Karen. some lady <laughs> in France or something that hasn't signed on since 2017. That's or a bit. something. She's a jerk. Yeah. So we have lots of underscores of live underscore laugh underscore lore. Well, because that's two is not terrible. Tell people about. I guess two isn't bad. If you don't want the two underscores, there's also live, laugh, lore, cast at gmail.com. Yep. And you can be like, hey, Allie, Jen, you talked about this on episode. And I had questions. Please discuss. You know, maybe maybe we'll take those questions. Or you can say, hey, I just saw a video about Uther and Bastion. And his soul went, and I was oh like, goodness. what happened? Well, don't worry. <laughs> we, well, don't write about that one because we're totally talking about it today. Yeah. <laughs> but if we miss something, maybe you can, maybe we'll, we'll follow up. So eventually once we get kind of settled in and established, if you will, we do plan to occasionally bring on guests and talk about different topics and whatnot because we like to collaborate with people and that's fun. People are cool. Yeah, some of them. Unless you call my wife a bitch on Yahtzee, I'm so oh. I'm so bitter about that. <laughs> you should be seriously. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear that story, listen. Well, you don't have to listen, but I'll just tell you now. Someone called. I mean, you should. It was it was good. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny. Episode. Yeah. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but the, the things online that people get that worked up about is ridiculous and horrible, and people are stupid. People are stupid. All right. Well, I think that pretty much covers it. I, I do you think we could explain what the heck the show is? I mean, maybe did we? I think we did. We're gonna talk about newer lore things, and we're gonna be silly and fun <laughs> and random. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever listened to, to either of our shows, we're we're not like the super uh, serious of people, so don't expect whatever nut job wanted. I don't know what nut job wanted, but. <laughs> Actually, maybe, maybe he, maybe he'll enjoy this one. So come on, come on, nut job. You, I mean, there's going to be far less swearing. We, we, we've that's talked true. about that. That's true. Um, so that's something. Yeah. Maybe, come on, maybe come on, come on, come on nut job. Maybe give us five stars over here. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh. 
And I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. That's a funny joke. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really funny joke. (laughs) All right. So I think, yeah, I think we covered it. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. And if you disagree with us, you can just ask the manager. It's fine. (laughs) That's that's true. (laughs) I would like to see your manager. (laughs) All right. All right. So. I, th- I think we're I think we're ready to jump into our topic for today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, one of them. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you what you what you talking about? Okay, so uh, you've guessed it on the show before. I've been yeah. there with you, so that's not yeah. even a question. That's a statement. <laughs> All right. Well, and I know that someone had asked you, "How did you get into Warcraft?" That's a question that lots of people ask. They're like. How did you get into Warcraft? How did you? It's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, it's a, it's a question everybody wants to know. But you know what? Right. Goldus and Frazzlecast. We already told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> That's not the question today. That is not the topic. No, this is a live laugh lore, baby. This is not mm-hmm. live laugh Warcraft. <laughs> That's the name of our show. <laughs> Moving on. No, this is how did you get into the lore? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're laughing already. Awesome. Doing my job. <laughs> yes, you are. So, yeah, how did you get into Lore Alley? First part of the game, all of my friends were off doing, you know, Burning Crusade stuff. And I was just chilling in Westfall trying to figure out what I was doing in this game. And so back then, I'd kind of read the quest text here and there and follow small storylines. But I was also learning how to play an MMO and what I was doing and all of that. So I didn't really truly, I mean, I appreciated the smaller storylines back then, but I didn't really get into the overarching lore and really dive into it and actually start really, truly caring about it and being interested in it until Wrath of the Lich King. Because, I mean, I started early Burning Crusade, so I kind of started getting into it. But once I come to the game, that's when I started actually realizing, oh, hey, there's there's an actual story and there's things going on. I may should find out. And starting fresh with a new expansion... I just dove headfirst into it and starting playing through Wrath, eventually picked up Warcraft 3 for the first time. So I kind of did that in the opposite order than most people. You know, most people do Warcraft 3 first and then, but, and just, yeah, absolutely fell in love with it. And the whole Arthas storyline was really what did it in for me. Just that whole expansion, just, I was, I was hooked and there was no turning back. Yeah. My story is a little similar, um, but probably a lot longer in the in the making. So um, when I started playing in the Warcraft universe, it probably was right around 23 years ago, because I know Warcraft is like 25 years old and I didn't pick up Warcraft one right off the bat. No, I started with Warcraft two. That was the first one I played. Um, So I. Yeah, I've paid attention to the campaign missions as, as they're telling you what you need to do between it. Like, I'm sure you've played like a StarCraft match or two and they're explaining what you're doing. It's the same thing in Warcraft, you know. Um, Warcraft 2, they weren't super duper detailed in the storytelling yet. They hadn't hammered it down. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, <laughs> I've said this before, but it's very funny that the storyline, depending on what faction you're playing, is completely different <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> Yeah, um, 
For example, if you play as the as the horde, you do get to play through the the mission where you have to go and uh, kill uh, Goldan when he tries to uh, go get the tomb of Sargeras. There's a cutscene. He goes in there. He gets killed. It's like a really um, really bad '90s cutscene, but it was like really good for the time. So we were like, ah! <laughs> there were exciting cutscenes back then, man. Yeah, I mean. If you if you remember like Warcraft three cutscenes, this was not a Warcraft three cutscene. This no, was a Warcraft, no, this is a Warcraft two <laughs> cutscene. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so I I knew who Gul'dan was. I knew some of that stuff, but here I didn't know like the broader picture. But spoiler alert: neither did Blizzard back then. <laughs> they just like, eh, there's orcs, there's humans. They they stab each other, and then there's a guy named Medivh. And then there's a space Satan living in uh, Medivh and his name <laughs> and his name is Sargeras. And they're like, OK, nope, it's space Satan now. That's that's his name now. That is his, that is kind of his name. That's his title, at least. <laughs> Sargeras in the little bracket space. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously I played in high school Warcraft three. I was super psyched for that. Um, I even remember where I was when I first saw that little cinematic of the footman and the orc going at each other. And, oh, man, I was, I was dying because I was like, ah! <laughs> We never paid any heed to the ancient prophecies. Like fools, we clung to the old hatreds. Fought as we had for generations. <laughs> so good, because um, I because remember I was used to those Warcraft two cinematics, and then you saw that. Right, that, that was Warcraft. quite the upgrade. Yeah, that was a huge upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> huge upgrade. It was it was phenomenal, especially when it's talking about how uh, you know the age of chaos and the friggin' you know the the burning legion. How did that cinematic say? It said. You know, we never paid attention to any of the old uh, prophecies, you know. Until the day the sky rained fire and the new enemy came upon You're just like, ah! <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That was so good. Um, yeah. That's how I started really getting into it, and I was excited for it. Um, now, again, I only knew the the basics. Like, right, Really, there's a guy named Arthas. He put on a hat. What's the hat called? I don't know. He put on a hat. <laughs> it's a fedora, right? That's that <laughs> image of Arthas with a fedora kind of tipped down a little bit, all you know, classy, suave like. Hey, lady. <laughs> That's what he says to Jaina. <laughs> yes, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> when Jaina walks in, milady. Oh, Arthas. <laughs> I can only imagine, you know, whenever you defeat Arthas and you complete the Shadow Moran quest, you don't get Jaina's locket. It's Arthas's fedora. <laughs> I can't believe he kept it this long. <laughs> I feel then, like this needs to, I think we need a picture of this now. Yeah, Arthas and a fedora. <laughs> <laughs> the fedora of domination. <laughs> That almost sounds dirty. Like a uh, pimp hat almost. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is, that is a little bit. All right. So, and uh, here, I was actually thinking about this today. 
And because I, I was like, oh, how do I get into lore? Da, da, da. It was kind of like I said, it was, it was a slow burn. Um, I knew like those basic bits for a long time. Hadn't read any of the books. None of, none of the books. I hadn't read a single one yet. And then uh, freaking World of Warcraft came out. And I was like, oh, let me, let me try this game out. Didn't, didn't work out well. Let's just say I didn't start actually playing until, uh, well, I, I tried it for about a week in vanilla. Couldn't play it. Laptop was too terrible. Okay. So, so it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't that you didn't enjoy it. It's just your laptop couldn't handle it. So you couldn't actually get into it. Yeah, I couldn't afford it. I was, okay. I was gotcha. Broke ass Marine at the time. So. True. True. <laughs> I, I, no way I would have been able to afford it. And by the time I, <laughs> by the time I had a computer that did, I was pretty much on my way out. And then I didn't actually start playing until I got, you know, into my uh, job where I started getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's usually a pretty decent place to, to start playing a game. It has a $15, uh, you know, monthly yeah. fee. That was the other thing that was made me go, Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so here's the funny thing. So the reason I actually started playing is because, um, and, and this is, this don't, don't worry, this all leads into how I got into lore, is because I was really into Arthas, blah, blah, blah. It was a great story. I wanted to go beat him up, and I did. It was fantastic. But then here's the funny thing. I was actually thinking about this. They announced Cataclysm, right? So I, I got the, I think I, I think they had the virtual ticket back then, even for the Cataclysm when they announced it. Maybe they did. I don't remember. I just remember they announced the Cataclysm um, <laughs> expansion and I was excited. I had no idea who Deathwing was. I had, I had no clue. <laughs> I did. I don't think I did either. At it's, that point. Yeah. Metzen's up on stage going Deathwing, the destroyer. And I'm like, Okay. Oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's a dragon. Yeah, there's a dragon. He's got cool. metal plates. I'm like, this guy's metal. Yeah. There's fire and stuff. Yeah, I had no clue who <laughs> Deathwing was at the time. And honestly, I don't think I started diving in until I got into a podcast, really. I think podcast is actually what got me into the lore because I started listening to whatever lore watch used to be called when they were still WoW Insider. You remember what it was? Right. I don't remember what it was. No idea. I don't. <laughs> what was it? I feel like I know. It's like in the recesses of my brain somewhere, and it's not coming to the forefront. Yeah, I got no idea. I mean, we can Google it, but that would take time. That would take time. <laughs> and my keyboard is noisy. <laughs> so is mine. <laughs> no. Yeah, so it's I started listening to it. They started talking about all these characters. I had no idea who they were, and I, don't know, I enjoyed the conversation. They were like, oh, this guy, blah, 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 Karen Bloodhoof. I'm like, yeah, I think I remember him. Was that the big cow guy that was hanging out with Thrall? It was the big cow guy that was hanging out with Thrall. Yeah. Uh, then they're like, yeah, and Garrosh, and they introduced him in Burning Crusade. And I'm like, I don't remember that quest line. Oh, yeah, because I played Alliance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had no, I had no idea who that was. But, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I got into it. Is, is eventually, it was just a slow thing. And, and here's the fun fact. I didn't actually read a single book until War Crimes. I think it was War Crimes is when I really started getting into it because Mists of Pandaria was just an awesome expansion. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do Warlords of Draenor. And I'm like, let me read this book. <laughs> the book was good. <laughs> expansion was terrible, but that's all right. That's all right, Blizzard. I'm not going to blame you. You, know, you mentioned podcasts and it reminded me that there was. So back then I was list, like when I maybe a few months into playing, I found podcasts and found Warcast first and then Taverncast. And Taverncast actually had a segment for a while, or I think it was just actually just one or two episodes, 
where Kirk and Tara did. There's four episodes. What? <laughs> There's four episodes with it. Was it four for the lore? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've slept since then. Um, <laughs> so, but she, she did this like dramatic retelling of the lore. One of and, them might and, have been when Bill did it though. So that might've been different. Well, like don't count the bill, bill, bill doing the dire model that those don't count. <laughs> they were really good but no and that's the thing though like so current katara's voice she did for the lore retelling that's the voice i try to mimic when i do my adventure guide like let's reading narration voice the lore of warcraft Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> so, but like that, her dramatic retelling of that really like gave me a good idea of what the basic story was, like more than anything else I had before. And that led me to listening to other ones. You know, there was a couple on Wow Radio that talked about lore once in a while, and I listened to. And but it was Kern Kater doing that definitely opened up my eyes to how deep and rich this story is because back then i had no idea until i listened to that yeah, and back then that that was old enough so that was before burning crusade was released the first time she did it so that was still the before they retconned it to oh wait no the eridar were actually they were good originally right. yeah and then sargeras was like hey we're on my side and Velen was like peace <laughs> so, right yeah yeah no yeah, I, I liked the interview with uh, Chris Metzen where he was talking about it. He's like, yeah, yeah. And apparently that went over like a fart in church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, I miss him. <laughs> yeah, what is up with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, just so you know, I listened to Taverncast too, but not until years later. This was this. This is like last year. Last year, I was gonna say. This is like last year when when Allie was like, "There's this podcast, and if you want to keep being my friend, you should probably listen to it." And I was like, "All right, I'll listen to it." I don't know if that's how that conversation went, but I did. I, I remember it differently. I remember it was like, uh, "There's two things that you have to do in order for me to continue saying that you're an okay guy. You got to listen to Cavern Cast, you got to read Arthas, and you're halfway there." <laughs> See, you're just so that under under your definition of what my supposed requirements of friendship is, you are just now barely achieving the minimum. <laughs> Doesn't matter that you know your your wife and my husband, the two of us, all got together for dinner at BlizzCon. And nope, that doesn't matter. None of this podcasting stuff we've done, like none of that matters. Nope. It just you're still not officially my friend yet because you haven't finished Arthas. Hey, I'll give you a couple weeks, folks, saying? and we'll finally be friends. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes, everybody. So you got to listen to about 67 episodes of Taverncast. There's a couple <laughs> things in there you can skip. You don't have to listen to Geekistry, but you shouldn't because those are good, too. <laughs> I give you permission to skip on tap, though. I give you permission. Good if you're really into beer, but, you know, I give you permission. It's it's OK. See, I, I ate it up because I like beer and I liked them and they're podcasting personalities so i listen to that a lot but man there so the the halloween episode 
where they did War of the Murlocs <laughs> was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill's, Bill's Dire Mall runs was also part of the motivation of me doing my show. <laughs> Bill's Dire Mall runs are very good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Petri. Um, and uh, like I said, Kern Terrace thing, just I, I, I could go on and on. I loved, I loved Tavern Cast. I, I am also a fan, and it was long done and over by the time I listened to it. So it was super long and done, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. You know, better late than never, as they as they yeah. say. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Well, normally this is where we would uh, probably start wrapping this up. Maybe we would just stretch out this conversation a little bit longer. Keep going, just because it's a podcast, we want to keep talking because we can. If you host a podcast, you can keep talking. Trust me. We're apparently good at going off the rails, as we've already shown multiple times this episode. What? I don't mean it. <laughs> this is no. This is fully scripted, everybody. That no, we wrote these oh, notes uh, word for yeah. word. Can you not tell? Super, super detailed. Very and detailed. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's one of the reasons why we did this <laughs> podcast because our other shows are very scripted. <laughs> it's very refreshing to not have a scripted show that yeah. is lore based. Yeah, it is nice. It is nice. It's like when I went on uh, with uh, with Nick. Well, Katie wasn't there. I'll have to be. I'll, I'll catch you next time, Katie. Um, we, and we were just talking, and I was like, "Wow, this is, you can just do this. You you can just talk." Man, they could, it's, that's uh, so. Those who don't know, it's Torn and the Goblin. They they got skills. It's <laughs> super easy to talk to them, but they really they really know their lore. It's I don't know, daunting. Every now and then I catch them because <laughs> when they start talking about that old stuff, I'm like. Ah. <laughs> I've only caught them a couple times, but usually it's dungeon array related. Let's be honest. Well, usually they wind up correcting themselves before they yeah. continue on. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> Jin <laughs> I <mean>, has spoken. <laughs> I mean, I accidentally called Thrall Goldan last night because someone was typing in the chat. So eh. I was like, oh, wrong orc. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> That was kind of funny. <laughs> no, no, no. This, so we're going to go, go ahead and jump right into probably what we've both been dying to talk about because, well, this thing came out last Thursday and this is being recorded on Tuesday. And then I went, I don't do it nowadays show. Wow. And then I said, oh, wait, yeah, I do. <laughs> yes. Great timing. Okay, Allie, let's let's get into it. So Bastion, Afterlives, it's a thing. It's so good. Oh my god, so so good, so good. (laughs) (laughs) Like for starters, the animation of it. I mean, it goes after the whole Warbringers and that kind of thing, and it's just—it's such a fun and kind of different animation style, and it's—it's beautiful. The way they handle it is just—is fantastic. I agree. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's freaking wonderful. Um, The animation is um, top notch. Something that I was just, I've loved every single one they've done ever since uh, Miss Pandaria with, uh, you know, the Burdens of Shao Hao, I believe, are the first Yes, one. that's right. Yeah. You know, and the reason why I always remember that is because that's where you get the quote, and he blew the Monkey King away. <laughs> I don't know why I love that line so much. This is so funny. <laughs> and now anytime I hear that, I'm just going to think of you, you know, imitating that. He blew the Monkey <laughs> King away. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one of our founders. Do we need to make a sounder of that? Oh, yeah, totally. Of course. I need it. Monkey King. <laughs> it's a freaking mess. I love it. All right. So um, if you have not seen this cinematic, please crawl out from under the rock in which you've been living. 
By the time you're hearing this, it's September 8th. So, I I mean. Go to the launcher of World of Warcraft. It's right there. (laughs) As a matter of fact, by the time this airs, you might be watching Draka. (laughs) I hope so. You should be, because I will be. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, basically, let's break it down. Well, let's let's get into this. Yes. Like we're we're gonna go piece by piece. So obviously it opens up. Uther. He's not feeling too good. It's it's not a good day for Uther. In fact, it's his last. If you didn't know, it's the reason why it's called afterlives. Okay. That is what we define as a bad day. Yeah. It's not yeah. not you know, if you were gonna rank them, <laughs> it's near the bottom. <laughs> I near know, I don't near know if it the, would bottom. Be the bottom. Yikes. Because it wasn't a complete day. I mean, every now and then, if you get a full 24 hours. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, that, that helped. <laughs> just a little bit. As I almost choked on my drink, because I took a drink just as he said that. It's not a complete day. <laughs> well, that's how it goes, right? <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, let's right, be honest. Right, you're right. not wrong. I mean, I'm sure he had some pretty dark ones. I mean, it was... Teaching Arthas, he's like, no, he killed his daddy. Yeah. Pissed on his ashes. Yeah, that, was, that was a bad day. Yeah, That's a bad day. Uh, honestly, yeah. I, I think yeah. that was actually a worse day. If you were to rank them, that one's probably worse. They have to live so, to that day, right? So, I mean, we're going with, this is his second worst day. Second worst day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, well, Arthas marches up and he goes, hey, buddy. And he goes, pokey, pokey. And now, Uther's dead. No, we're not getting into the fun part yet, because that, that actually comes later in the video. So that was, that was important. Arthas just goes, and he stabs him. Now, here's the funny thing that I wish that they would have included. is because there was actually a conversation that happened between Uther and Arthas bef- before he actually stabbed him. Do you, re- do you remember the, the conversation, or Allie? Do you remember what he said? Ew, a little bit. It's, for some reason at this moment, the details of it is escaping me, but I remember a little bit of it. Okay, so in Warcraft 3... Yeah, now I know the, the story and the the lore is a little off. In fact, they when they did Warcraft Three Reforged, they wanted to tweak the story a little bit to make it fit with modern day lore. But they were like, "Eh, forget it. We'll just leave it as is. <laughs> we're not going to tweak this story because too many people went to the forums and went meh, and they they got sad for reasons unknown to me. Anywho, regardless of those reasons." So what Uther said is, I hope there is a special place in hell for you, Arthas. And Arthas says, well, I don't intend to ever find out because I'm going to live forever. That's, that's what, right. That's what he yeah. said. And then he went pokey pokey. And then uh, Devos or Davos shows up. Is it, is it D-E or D-A? I don't remember. I feel like it's a D-E, but I've, heard, like, I've listened to so many podcasts talk about it in the last few days. And everyone says it's slightly different. Some say Devos, some say Davos. I'm going to say Voswater. So that's what their name is. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you ever seen the, the movie Grown Ups? Where? It's like a flatwater. Voss. What? You know, Voss or Fiji if you don't have Voss. I actually have not seen that movie, but. Yeah. It's a stupid movie. It's not worth your time. I just remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he got picked up by Devo, Davos, Davos, the Voss water, and took him off the bastion and said, hey there. Hey there, Uther. You're pretty good. You're pretty good, dude. You've been living a selfless life. Yeah. Um, so welcome to Bastion. 
And I'd be thinking if I knew anything about Bastion, I'd be like, why I come here? This seems eternal servitude of ferrying the souls of the dead. We're this ain't no paradise. Come on now. You put me to work. I'm a bus driver. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, at least it's pretty there. I mean, you at least got that. It's so pretty. Oh my gosh. It's so pretty. All right. So let's see. So let's let's talk about Bastion for a second. Bastion. Is, is everything like things seem to be a little off there? And I mean, as you go through even just the opening quest for it, I mean, this is before you even choose it as your covenant, like just the opening quest, like you talk to all these different aspirants who are, you know, having to work through some issue of theirs and unburden themselves, I believe. Yes, unburden themselves. There's a phrase. Yeah. And you kind of get this vibe of, I don't know, what would be creepy, cre- creepy, um, <laughs> elitist. It's their way or the highway. You have to shed your former self. Your for hell. Except it's not the highway to hell. It's the highway to Bastion. heaven. <laughs> highway to passion. <laughs> On the highway to passion. Um, but like you, you have to like basically deny your former self and what makes you you, or at least the the th- the some of the things that happened in your life that sh- shaped you yeah. into who you are. The good and the bad. Like some of it. I mean, obviously the good you get to keep. It's fine, but like. Any of the remotely negative or whatever things that help shape you, like you, you have to unburden yourself and you kind of get this vibe of that, the pressure that they are put under the extreme pressure they're put under. And just even just then it just, like you said, it feels kind of creepy. It just feels off. Like it made me question if I wanted to take my main to Bastion because originally I was thinking Bastion for my main because she's a priest. Yeah. So I've been thinking about this for a while and I think Bastion is the closest comparison to um if you if we're going to look at the cosmology chart it's cosmology right it's cosmology you got the light you get the void shadow you got decay over here you got nature or spirit over there and then over here in the top you got uh the freaking fell right yeah you get, you get the fell it's chaos and you got order with the arcane so because that's one of the things so so what led me down this path is um row on one of the episodes of azeroth roundtable said he was thinking about it is that light and shadow do not necessarily to him feel like good and evil. They feel like order and chaos. And I was like, but pause there for a second. If you look at the cosmology chart, there's already an order of chaos on this chart. So you got to come up with something different. Got to come up with something different. Because uh, arcane is order, by the way, if you didn't know. And then we got fell up here in the other corner. That's chaos. And I think I figured it out. Or at least what makes the most sense to me. Light feels more like fate. Like this is the, the, you know, this is your destiny. It's fate. You have no choice. It's, it's your destiny. You know, you, you know, it's, it's all that kind of thing. And then the void. Now, I don't want to say the void is free will because that almost sounds like it's like, woo, the void. <laughs> it's like, let's all go void. <laughs> it almost seems like, because I, I, and just, this is the way my brain works sometimes. I was thinking like, well, okay, what would be the opposite of fate? Let's just. And I'll put you right now. English language doesn't really have a word, a word that means opposite of fate. Right. <laughs> it doesn't really exist. So I was thinking about it. It's just more of like infinite possibilities, really. It's more of like, because that's the thing is the light is all about the, this is the path. This is the truth. Just like the Archon said in the video. So we're going to jump back to the video right. in a second. When things go down, the Archon said, Enough! The order of the Shadowlands depends on the execution of our eternal charge. 
you will abandon this course. And she's like, okay. All right, well, she didn't really say okay. She pulled like a Kel'Thuzad okay, basically like, okay, fine. <laughs> and then walked away with the, you know, a smirk. The ominous dark, you know, uh-huh. foreshadow- foreshadowing because <laughs> there's shadows on her face, right? <laughs> Smooth, I like it. It's good. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's that's my idea of uh, the the light and shadow. Is that does that make sense to to me? Yeah. Does it make sense to anybody else? I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> I mean, it kind of it kind of makes sense. It definitely we have given been given a lot more to think about with the light because of what we saw happen in Legion. You know, with Illidan and everything. I am my scars, all that, and all of a sudden we're realizing the light may not be all that great. And so it's interesting to see Bastion, you know, you think from the outside, it's supposed to be this perfect, holy place, if you will. And from the get-go, we see it may not be that great. And there's there's some shit going down there. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got some stuff. So, yeah, and kind of going along that note. So, like, like back to the whole Vidya, you know, it's like, so... He gets taken off to Bastion, and they're like, hey, man, you get to be one of us. You get to be one of the Ascended, right? You get to be carrying. Would you like wings? Wings are cool. Get you around. Real nice. Wings are, I mean, have you seen the details of those wings? They're, they're, they're pretty great. They are pretty great. Yeah. So he's like, okay, cool. That sounds good to me. I mean, I mean, that's kind of what I thought afterlife was going to be. So yay me. Well, turns out, like, like Allie was just saying, is you got you to gotta give up. You gotta give up the memory of your mortal life. Which, I mean, if you're gonna, I mean, at one point, it, one of the guys is like, hey, uh, why are you worried about this guy so much? I mean, some, sometimes it takes eons for people to ascend. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, this, this is supposedly eternity. Uh, supposedly. I'm not so sure about real eternity, but <laughs> long time, though. <laughs> Let's put it yes. that way. So that's kind of that's the interesting thing is that he has to give up, you know, the memory of his life. Turns out, though, he can't do it because he has this oh, oopsie daisy constant reminder of a stab wound. Yeah. And how do you stab a soul? Well, let's just say the jailer knows how to stab a soul, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what they find out. They find out um, that in the beginning, before, it, like, this is one of the first things that actually happens is, is you actually hear in the video. Light, save my soul. And I think that is very, very key because one of the important things here when he says light save my soul is I really am. I'm on, I'm on the I'm on board with the concept of no, this whole Uther being split where he got split one way and then a part of him went into Frostmourne. That didn't happen to anybody else. I mean, maybe it happened to like one other person if they're like, hey, light save my soul. And they were super lighty, you know, you know, person. but. I don't think that happened to anybody else. Do you think it happened? Because I mean, if you, I mean, if you just watch the, the, the Sylvanas one, no, no, she just was like, I'm a spirit now. I'm a ghost. There's my dead body. Right. (laughs) There was no representation of a. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what did, did Tyrion say anything about the light when he died in Legion? Uh, This is what Tyrion said when he died. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) That was, I was listening to actually Tour on the Goblin since we don't mention it. And Katie did make a reference to something about Vol'jin's soul being 
light and kind of the same color of Uther, but she was thinking that might be more because he may be a Loa at some point. It may not be what we experience with Uther and his right golden soul. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't. I, there's a lot of stuff that it, it's going back to what we were talking about in the beginning. I'm super excited for this book. You know, the journey into the Shadowlands and all this stuff because. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, everybody. This this is some new stuff. <laughs> so, but um, so yeah. In in the video, he says, "Light save my soul." He gets, you know, his soul gets ripped in twain. <laughs> like it's very interesting because that's the other thing is like, oh, it's like, oh, you're in Bastion, and then you're over here scratching your head, going, "I thought he was in Frostmourne," because <laughs> he is. Talk to him because of that, and that was definitely, and so. And maybe you're going to get to this in a little bit, so I'm sorry for jumping the gun here. No, it's your Do we, too. Go for it. <laughs> we don't see or know anything about when he gets that sh- shard back, do we? Like, the, the part of his soul that went to Frostmourne? I mean, it, originally it was alluded to, like, once Frostmourne broke, like, all those, like, souls yeah. went up and away. Like, And so in my mind, I always assumed, like, they returned back to where they should be, whether it's within the Shadowlands or with the person they're supposed to be with or whatever. And knowing now that Uther split like that, did that part of him ever return? Because I feel like that's a big piece and it was never actually alluded to in the video. No, it was not alluded to in the video. Uh, Some people were making guesses, you know, thought processes because of the whole, um, it almost seemed like a softening at the end before he went, you know, bye, bitch. (laughs) Um, cause it's like, he was my student, but at the same time, but it doesn't, there's no, nothing clear, right? The splitting right, of the like soul that. was very like, Hey, there's two of them. Okay. Yeah. When um, I, d- I did hear one theory that he, he was able to like ascend fast track ascend maybe once Arthas actually died and he got, maybe that's when he got the shard back. But we don't officially know either way. No, I mean, I, I honestly think that the Ascension was fast-tracked because Devos was like, hey, I got the plan. You you in? And he's like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> so. No, it went off the deep end. Like, when she realizes... Your soul is wounded? Who did this to you? Like, she was filled with this, like, passionate rage. It was just... That's yeah. the only word I think of, just pure rage yeah. towards she, Arthur. She was just straight up like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was intense. Yeah, to was, go from like where she was before to all of a sudden that rage was like, whew. Yeah. That escalated quickly. It was very much, because I mean, she was very much like, she's like, but what is keeping me from my ascension? And she's like, only the memory of your mortal life. It's like just super calm, very yeah. stoic. Yeah. She knows what's going it's on. It's only that. And then he's like, how can I forget when I can still feel his blade? And then she's like, what? <laughs> we see the wound with like a little blib, like blue glowing out of it. Yeah. And that's when yeah. she, that's when she started saying, and this, this is another fun, important fact is Frostmourne and apparently the Helm of Domination and all that. This is straight from the Maw, you know, straight out of the Maw. You know, straight, just like straight out of Compton, but nope, straight out of the mall. So. Straight out of the mall. <laughs> I wonder if this can be short at some point. Probably. <laughs> straight out of the mall. <laughs> yeah. So she's like freaking out because she's like, look, 
they sealed away the badness long ago, but something got out. All right. Now, I'm sure we'll figure out why it got out eventually. And then I don't know why. I have no clue, honestly, because I was just, I, we just covered this in my other show where it's like, hey, we made a Lich King and we, we took Soul and we're, and we stuck him in to the, the armor and, and, and the sword. So that's, that's a Lich King now. Fedora of Domination. <laughs> right. The Fedora of Domination. Absolutely. <laughs> so. So yeah, that's where Nerzul lives now. He's a Lich King and he's talking to people, blah, 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 blah. He's like, hey, come up here. It's great. And, but, w- but when did they get the armor? It's apparently, they said, it's the Nathrazim. And, and that's the funny thing. I, I heard a conversation. I don't remember who, but they're like, uh, the, uh, oh, it was, it was Joss on For Azeroth where they're, where yeah, it's like, no, that, that is straight up a retcon because it was totally the Nathrazim that built it. Maybe it isn't. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is a retcon. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's what we've been led to believe before, for sure. And so I am curious to know, like, if it's going to be a retcon or if it's, you know, the Nathrazim directed someone else to make it. it. (laughs) Yeah, or they, or they, yeah, or they got it, or collaboration, I don't know. But it's, it is going to be curious once we get a little more detail on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm super interested to know exactly what that whole thing was, how it happened, because... Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I've, I have no clue uh, why why or how they got it. Because, I mean, apparently all you need to do to get out of the Maw is be a Nathrazim and have wings and you just fly up. Because, I mean, he just dropped him into the Maw where he's just, you just fly. Just just go up. <laughs> Did no one ever think about that? I mean, is that is that all it was? I mean, we can't really fly in the Maw, so. Oh, yeah, you can't even mount. That's right. Yeah, you can't, you can't I mean, maybe. So, yeah, you're screwed. Also, for the record, <laughs> you can't get into the Maw in game by jumping into it. Yeah. Just, I, I found that out the hard way because I was really tired when I was streaming one night and I tried just jumping off the edge or both to get into the Maw. There's some reason in my brain that's that's how you get in. That's that's not how you get in. Oh, just, okay. just call just just call me the mod jumper. It's it's fine. <laughs> you die if you do that. Okay, so you, yeah, we heard <laughs> you jump in the middle where all the soul well, where the soul well is, but not off the edge of Orbos. Hmm. I don't know. That's, that's for the record. Weird, where you're like, oh, you <laughs> die. That's what you saw in this video. <laughs> you're in the shadowlands, but you're but you did. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, everybody. It's a video game. It doesn't have to make complete sense. <laughs> True. True. Especially when you get to run around and do all sorts of crazy stuff. They make sense of it in the books. <laughs> At least they try to. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, all right, and let, let's get to the fun, um, the fun thing at the end. This is, this is where my mind went, went wacky for several days and led me down a path of, of crazy uh, research, <laughs> honestly. I've, I've been very eager to hear this because I know you've been... You've been dying. So here it is. So here's the, here's the big thing. Davos is like, you know, because she went to go tell the Archon. And she's like, hey, Archon, they got mob. They got mob boogie woogies on over here. And um, it's bad. It's real bad. And Archon's like, shut up. No one cares. Um, and so, yeah, the, that's when uh, Davos was like, oh, well, you're a jerk. I care. Um, I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go fix this. So that's when she said to uh, Mr. Uther, 
or Bluther, as he is about to become. Hey, I got a plan. We're going to snatch this guy up and we're, we're going we're gonna to get our, our vengeance. And he's like, no, justice, justice. Justice demands justice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And she's, she's like, all right, ascension time, buddy boy. And she just went, bzz, bzz, bzz. I don't know. She's just like flapped her wings around and he went, oh, I'm blue now. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, just flapped her wings around. She was like, prepare yourself. And she just went flappy, flappy. And he's like, <laughs> it's kind of like in Beauty and the Beast when he's like, I'm not a beast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but then he grew wings and he turned blue and he's like, like yeah I'm a smurf now <laughs> <laughs> stupid gargamel man I will never think of blue through this thing now yeah that's right <laughs> he is now Papa Smurf because he's got the beard as you can tell it's very beautiful anyway so <laughs> That's when um, that's when we get another little picture of Arthas and, and not just the uh, I'll stab you in the face, uh, Arthas. No, this is the, you know, we just cleared ICC for the millionth time trying to get uh, freaking Invincible. Still don't have Where I get goosebumps. Like the, with, the fact that they showed that cinematic in this art style, I just goosebumps. I, uh, so good. Well, it was really good. Especially when yeah. it's like, I want to see dark. And then apparently hand, like, close the reason eye. why he saw darkness is because someone was doing this. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Covering his face. Stop it. He's like, he's like, I can't, I can't see. Get out my face. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, move your hand. I can't. What? I can't. What? Because <laughs> I don't know. The mod's not that dark. There's a lot of red spooky stuff. It's not, it's not all dark. Just saying. So clearly she was just covering his eyes. She's like, peekaboo. Peekaboo bitch. <laughs> guess who? Yes, like, that's exactly what she's doing. She's playing peekaboo. She's like, guess who? He's like, I don't know you. And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. It's Uther, you know. Sorry. G- get in here, Uther. <laughs> Come play peekaboo. <laughs> get in here, Uther. Come play peekaboo. <laughs> wow. Love it. Yeah, quality podcasting right here. That's, that's, what, you're, that's what you're here for. Everybody. Peekaboo. 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 <laughs> it's a good thing we're not doing this live yet (laughs) that's true (laughs) all right then all right so that's when uh yeah so that's when they went and picked him up and the plan was we're gonna drop his ass in the mall which is really rude if you ask me um because now i haven't read the book yet but i do know the story of arthas pretty well arthas was trying to do a good thing He's trying to do a good thing. And I'm not saying his, he made great decisions, but there's a part of me that thinks, what are you going to do to a city of zombies? Eventually, you're going to have to kill a city of zombies, right? That's probably what's going to happen. But people start to get a little, little trolley problem on you, you know? Well, you, you've heard the trolley problem, right? You know, philosophically, is it, is it better to pull the lever and kill oh, one, yes. one person yes. versus that, letting that, the, trolley problem. that trolley problem, right? <laughs> yes. So this is when things get a little weird because they're like, yeah, but this is like the, the creepy side of the trolley problem where you have to push the fat guy in front of the trolley to stop it from killing the other people. Like, that's like, like, yeah, yeah. where you're like, oh, well, you should just <laughs> smash this guy in the face. He won't become a zombie and eat anyone. It's like, yeah, but, yeah, dude, is he going to be a zombie? 
It's totally going to be a zombie. Kill the Zud, totally shove, shove that plague down his throat, and in about two weeks' time, it's totally going to be a zombie. It's like, well, can't we wait and see? No. No. No, it's, it's too late for them. Uh, ain't no quarantine? I mean, it totally works. Flattens the curve and everything. We, we understand. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So, but, you know, I understand that line now. Remember? So, remember the... You, you remember in Warcraft 3, one of, one of the, the, the quotes where... Where the Kirin Tor were talking about, we need to put these guys on quarantine. And Terranus said, I will not institute quarantine without proof of your claims, Ambassador. The people of Lordaeron have suffered enough without becoming prisoners in their own lands. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Feels that's a little too real like now. <laughs> that's when it's like, ah, who's the essential workers? <laughs> What would be the essential workers in WoW? Probably the grain delivery boys. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's terrible. Anyways. Anyways, uh, we figured it out. That's that's why. Even if they put them on quarantine, they're still screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Came the grain, everybody, if you didn't know. Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So So, this is where things got a little dicey for me, and probably for everybody, is when... She said, damn it, take your vengeance. And you're like, oh, I thought this guy was a paladin. And then he decided to lie to himself and say, no, 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 no. This isn't vengeance. This is justice. justice. This, is just, this is justice. This is, what, this is what he deserves. And he just, boop, drops him in the maw. Now, yeah, um, just so you know, everybody, if you, if you didn't know this, um, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but that was totally vengeance. So if you, if you look it up, just watch one of the latest Taliesin videos where he breaks it down. It's totally vengeance. Like, this is not debatable. <laughs> this is not up for any kind of debate. There is no justice here because typically, if you look up any kind of terms of justice, um, justice is usually following a strict set of rules. The arbiter, right? Now, and you, that gets a little dicey, too. I mean, the, the Arbiter's a weird system. I don't even know if I, I don't know if anybody agrees with it. We don't even know anything about it right now because it's broken. Arbiter's broken. You got to, you know, reboot it if you try turning it off and on again. <laughs> I swear, that's the problem. problem with the Arbiter. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't rebooted it yet. So, and this, is, this led me down to a whole cr- sorts of crazy paths where I started looking into, you know, all sorts of different theories of justice and, and things like that. And let's just say, when you really start getting into philosophy and the different things about this, this doesn't really cover this situation. Because I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, if you, for example, if you look into John Rawls' theory of justice, not going to really apply to this situation, but it, maybe it can. If we're going to use one of the things with John Rawls' theory of justice, one of the things that he came up with to decide if this is a just society or not, it's called the veil of ignorance. Have you heard of the veil of ignorance, Ellie? I've heard that phrase okay. before, yeah. So I will quickly describe the veil of ignorance is just a, a just kind of a quick like uh, gut check, if you will. Right. You set up you set up this system where it's like, okay, let's put yourself in this situation. Is this a just situation where, okay, you put up all the pieces and you can decide if this is a just society because all that you do is if you were born into this society that you've set up or in this situation, for example, you just don't happen to know who is who, right? Mm-hmm. So you are going to say, yeah, my name is 
X, Y, Z, and uh, this thing happened. I got stabbed by my student. And then to get back at him, I dropped him into the maw. And then so, okay, is that a just situation? Because now, because you don't know if you're going to be Arthas, the student, or if you're going to be Uther, the the man who chops it. And you're like, let's just say both of them, both of them didn't exactly have have a great uh you know situation neither of them are in like you know sign me up you know it's right. listen yeah because <laughs> arthas he's he's good everybody knows he's got a messed up story uther that's sad too so obviously when, you, when you're thinking about this whole situation you're like yeah this obviously isn't justice because it was a very personal decision he made i mean there was there wasn't no you know code of of you know, laws that, you know, dictated that he was going to go through this. Because if you really think about it, um, I'm fairly certain that in this whole pretty progressive system that um, uh, Warcraft has has set up, that I'm fairly certain that in the afterlife, no one would go to the Maw right away. Doesn't matter who you are. Like Gul'dan didn't even go to the Maw, right? No, he would have gone to his place like Revendreth or maybe a Revendreth-like. That was probably worse because he deserves it. Uh, you have to atone for your sins and you yeah. know that kind of thing. Right. So his sin stone is about the size of mm, the planet of Draenor. <laughs> or maybe that's Ner'zhul's because he did blow it up. <laughs> so he's got big, man, he's, he's got, he got a lot to atone for. But man, oh man, did, did uh, Ner'zhul get a raw deal too? And then he just kind of went all cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs when... Uh, they're like, hey, you've been tortured for who knows how long. A long time. And then they stuck him into an armor, and he's like, all right, I'm the lich kick now. Woo! It's a bit, yeah. I don't know. If, that has been a bit of a shift in personality. You know, he just needed a change of pace. He was just tortured for too long. He just needed a change of pace. Clearly. Clearly. So that's what, <laughs> that's what I've noticed. Ever since. So, yeah. So, like I said, I've been deep diving into all these different philosophy things and, and, talk, and thinking about, like, what would be a, a just scenario here? Because then it got me going down crazy rabbit holes of, well, is anyone too far gone? For example, well, you, Sylvanas, for example. Sylvanas. Can you go down that crazy path and still find redemption? Yeah, the, the stunned silence. That's, I'm, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because if you go with the original path of Shadowlands before things went broke, I mean, she again would have to go to Revendreth or something and and fix herself. But <laughs> that's one way of putting it. You mean you fix yourself. <laughs> <laughs> fix yourself. Hey, she, I mean how like with with the extremes she took, it's just I don't know if anyone in Shadowlands would want her. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's the thing though, is it's funny is is when you have a situation like the Shadowlands where it's apparently and apparently, it quotes around that, uh, eternal. Okay, it is eternal. Um, is there anything, any quote unquote sin that you can do that is worth truly eternity? No matter right. how long that she lived as a, as an elf, because she lived thousands of years, obviously. Yeah. So, and I I get it because if you if you add stack up all of the lives of all of those night elves that were living in that tree, they're thousands of years old too. So she snuffed out like probably millions of years worth of, you know, life. And that's, it's not, it's not good. So, I mean, the odds are stacked against her. Let's put it that way. But again, it's eternity, it's infinity now. So can you eventually atone for that? 
to the point where they're like, yeah, it's fine. You know, we, since we're, we're still, at least I feel like we're still missing that little puzzle piece of her brain as to the why that she did. That. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, she said so herself that, you know, this whole world is a prison and I will, and I will set you all free. I mean, to the, uh, to the nihilists out there setting y'all free is just killing you. So, I mean, maybe she's just starting just doing it one at a time. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, if that was the case, she wouldn't have shattered the friggin' uh, helm, the fedora of domination, if you will. <laughs> 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 and she wouldn't have, you know, ripped a hole in the sky like Chicken Little. And, yeah. Uh, so, clearly, she's got something going on. There's, there's like a little, little nugget of information that we're definitely missing. Because with that missing information, like it's hard to really judge her, you know. Yeah, because it's hard to be it, the arbiter. <laughs> yeah, because in, in the in the you know in the in the infinite scale of when you got infinites versus you know thousands and millions, you can almost weigh this and you know almost go Spock like, where it's like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Right. Well, if you're talking billions of lives, you know, past, present, and all that kind of stuff, if it so deemed that you needed to snuff out hundreds, if not thousands of lives to free. So like, like I could see that where you could go down that route. Do I agree with it personally? Absolutely not. That's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> but, but I could see that story being told. And that's kind of where my brain went is like, we, because as soon as you start dealing with truly infinites, that's when things get weird and where you need some weird, uh, arbiter that needs to be rebooted to to weigh these things because <laughs> I, I don't know I, that's that's where my wacky brain goes um, because right. I don't know uh, that's I don't know I'm I'm very curious to know how this whole Shadowlands thing is really supposed to work you know what I mean like I don't even know there uh, I don't know how this whole like the arbiter thing and this and that like, I'm just like I don't know right yeah. Uh, you know, bring it back to the to the beginning. I really want that book already, and I gotta wait like a year. Oh my gosh, so much. <laughs> so, so I, I got I got a question. That moment when Uther is holding Arthas over the maw, he hesitates. He goes back to that line of he was my student, and he's got you know rage filled Devos in his ear saying, "Drop him." <laughs> Do you think if Devos, with all of rage, wasn't screaming into his ear? Do you think Uther by himself would have chosen to drop Arthas into the Maw? I honestly, I'm, I'm not sure I can actually answer that because, I mean, obviously, Uther was very much, you know, he had some issues with, with him. And Arthas is, um, he didn't make some good choices. Like, <laughs> just like, there eventually came a point where you're just like, dude, what's going on? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've fully believe that even without that happening it would not surprise me if if he had done that so but at the same time i think there was a, a much better chance that he wouldn't have if devos wasn't going do it do it do it right yeah yeah <laughs> don't be a little bitch <laughs> look what he did to you right. you got like a gnarly <laughs> scar in your chest and everything he's mean he wanted your soul he used, to, he used to, like, push you down at the lunch table. Like, seriously, you should, you should throw him in the mall. Eternal damnation right here. Do it. Do it. 
do it. <laughs> there you go. That's Devos. That's, that's my impression. That's my impersonation of Devos. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, I, I've gone back it. and forth, like trying to figure out if Uther would have done it himself. Because, I mean, he, will st- he was still kind of hung, hung up on it. Yeah. And then there's also the theory of is like, would the other half of Uther, would he have done it? Was this the super crazy seeking right. vengeance half? I don't know. Because <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about this too. Is, is when it comes to the whole like the light going like, oh, I'll take that soul, please. Whoop. <laughs> it's actually happened before. So it, it obviously has the ability to do so, which is there's the quest out in Ice Crown where it's the wounded soldier where eventually the light in the form of a Naru was like, yeah, no worry, I'll take this guy. He's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll take him away. Because you keep trying to... I never remember that. Yeah, you keep trying to help him out because he's been wounded out on the battlefield and he's just laying in the snow close to death. You can't save him. You try him multiple times to save his life. And well, what turns out happening is then a Naru just goes, don't worry, this one's going to be fine. So the lights kind of stepped in. So that's all the interesting thing is like the whole light stepping in. It's like, I wonder if that was something that they had intended or if they had even thought about like, yeah, the Shadowlands, blah, blah, blah. Cause I don't remember even a whisper of the Shadowlands back in the, back in wrath days. I don't do you. Cause I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, that's kind of where my, my mind has been going is, yeah, I'm just super interested to know where the heck this is all going. So I think they finally did it. I think Blizzard finally did it. They're finally going to get me to actually play an alt. <laughs> oh my, I didn't think, see, we, we, we talked about a little bit on Twitter. I was like, is he really going to though? Or is he just going to roll up four warriors? No, I have Paladin. Paladin, <laughs> I do. Paladin's going to go, probably go uh, hang out in Bastion. Yep, so is mine. Basically ask Uther, why'd you do it, man? I saw that cinematic. That was rude. And he probably was going to say, you would have done the same thing. And it's like, you're probably right. But why'd you do it? <laughs> Since well, I didn't do it, I can judge. <laughs> well, that's how that goes. Yeah, and it's really interesting to see this too because originally, like I said, I was thinking about taking my priest to Bastion as my main covenant because in my mind, Bastion priest, you know, it made sense. But then once I started doing a little bit of questing there through, you know, Alpha and Beta, it's like something's wrong here. <laughs> and if Uther is against them, I'm gonna trust Uther and say it. They're bad, and I probably don't want to side with them. And so that's when I started looking more at the other covenants and not just assuming I'd be going to Bastion, which is nice because I decided to go Ardenwill for various headcanon reasons. Really? But and now, now I'm just like, now that we've seen this a bit, it makes me more eager to take my pally through it for sure. Because I really do want to know what's up. <laughs> yeah, I really want to know what's up too. Because, oh, that's what I'm. I, th- I think I've uh, said everything I can on, on bashing because now my brain is going like, <laughs> and it's done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm over here talking about different theories of justice and how to create just societies and things like that, where it's like, yeah. And it, seriously though, John Rawls, a theory of justice. It's a good read. <laughs> I feel like I'd be able to read a little bit of it. And then my brain would be like, all done. It's a, 
It's it's not as bad as you'd think. If you want a nice intro, right. you should check out the podcast, Philosophize This, and just search Philosophize This Justice. You'll find it. All right. Very good. It's only like 30 minutes. <laughs> does, a, does a pretty good little uh, synopsis of the whole thing. Fantastic. All right. Now, normally, this is where we would probably start wrapping things up, but, you know, in this world of... Kind of crazy stuff happening and things like that, where all you seem to hear is negative crap. Blah, 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 blah. We figured it would yeah. be a good thing to go ahead and bring up something nice and positive for a change. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. So, if you haven't heard it, there's a fun little video out there, and I'm sure you have, about, about literally in the millions have seen this video by now. A very small child goes by the name of Roman. Uh, he suffers from a d- disease, spina bifida. And I'll play the little fa- fancy video here. Look, Maggie. <laughs> a Maggie. Oh my God, it's so cute. <laughs> it really is. I love it so much. All right. Well, the good news is, is, if you would like to actually know what that little guy has been up to, he's actually about four now. And, you know... He's having to do the distance learning at home because uh, they've, they've actually decided to do homeschooling and things like that. What you can do is look up on Facebook because that's the best way to do it. I think you can find it on YouTube as well is look up uh, Defying Odds, Roman's Journey. So it's basically the whole story of little Roman with his spina bifida, eventually learning to walk and, you know, learning using wheelchair and all freaking adorable things. And, and so now I'll play a fun little sounder of... Roman, telling you about his favorite breakfast. <laughs> hey guys, so today I'm going to show you how to make my favorite breakfast. Mm-hmm. This is called an egg sandwich. Sausage and an egg and some cheese and this. What's that called? Eagle's method. An English muffin, that's right. So that's all you need. So, like I said, I figured it would just be something fun, something a little positive for, you know, to end this with. So, before we go, I'll just say, if you have a positive story that you would like to, to share, tell us about it. Definitely. Because... Yeah, we, we, we want to share that. And you know, like Jen said, it's... We could all use more positivity in our life. So we definitely want to end each episode on a positive note. Exactly. All right. So the fun thing, the fun thing about this their, their podcast is just saying, so you know, if you're saying, you know, this episode, Jen, you talked way too much. Well, don't worry. This episode, Allie will probably talk an adequate amount because we're going to be, we're going to be passing the duties back and forth saying, yeah, like, oh, yeah. next week you're going to host this week. I'm a host. You kind of go back and forth because neither of us are really the host of this. We're co-hosts in yeah. the true fashion. So... I'm just going to go ahead and wrap it up here and say thank you very much for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. I got the name right. Sometimes it's hard to say. It's very Karen-esque of me. (laughs) All right. If you would like us to ask a question or suggest a future topic, send us an email to livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. Or you can just reach out to us on Twitter. And that is at live underscore laugh underscore lore. Don't worry. Maybe I'll message that crazy lady and say, give me that name. Why did you come up with that name? And talk to your manager. <laughs> we do need to talk to the manager. Because it's such a handful to say. It's all the underscores. 
<laughs> I'm no offense still with Whispers of War. I mean, I'm not trying to kind of bad mouth you, but the underscores are hard to say. If it was just like <laughs> like if it's like a shorter word, underscore. There's like a whole bunch of syllables in there. <laughs> I don't like it. This sounds well. Bunch of syllables. So many syllables. Too many. Wouldn't even be like a haiku, live, laugh, lore. That's better. Too many, too many. Let's see. Live underscore laugh underscore. See, it's too many. Not even, not even the second line. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's too many. <laughs> yeah, no, see our Twitter handle. Not Perfect. even, a, not even the second line of a haiku. It's too many. All right. Not even. Yeah, silly underscores. All right. <laughs> Seriously, thank you very, very much for listening, everybody. This, this has been a blast, and I cannot wait to keep doing this. Yeah, it was it was as much fun and as many laughs as I was expecting, if actually more, probably. And um, I'm excited for the next one already. Me too. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss or a question that you're just dying to know the answer to, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jen on Twitter at Jared Cooster, and you can follow Allie at Allie Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care.